Ladies and gentlemen, this is the TK Kirkwood Show, where we talk about everything from around the world. And I got this beautiful lady. I haven't done relationships in a while. I wanted to stay away from that for a minute to show that there's other things to do and there's other other things to life out here. But I want to read to the world uh, what the sister wrote me and what got my interest. <laughs> I think it's funny. So I'm 32 years old, and I got caught up with my fuck buddy. I had for the past three years off and on. He got me pregnant twice, and they were miscarriages. But on the third time, the pregnancy was full term, and now I have a three-month-old. We were not trying to have a baby. Each time he ghosts me for a month. Then we were able to talk things out. During this last pregnancy, around 19 weeks, I found out he was in a relationship with another woman. He was with her at the same amount of time. He was fucking me, three years. I know this woman. You all used to work together here in Vegas. After fucking him, I'm after fucking him and getting pregnant by him multiple times, I started to naturally have feelings for him. I always ask, are you seeing someone else? He will always say no every time I ask. So I decided to confront the woman. And to my surprise, she wasn't surprised to see me with a pregnant belly. So she, too, had an intuition that I was involved with him but didn't know the extent of things between me and the guy. I told her everything, along with receipts, text messages, etc. She explained she would always have problems with having sex with him, like he would not be interested or he'd be too tired, and I told her I would never have that problem. We were fucking all the time and everywhere. She explained... They were getting serious and took her parents out. They've even been on trips, et cetera. But he never did things like that with me. Now, beforehand, when I would ask him, are you seeing someone else? I would also ask him, why are you using me for sex? He always said it was more than sex. So I figured he had the same kind of feelings for me, too. After me, and the woman met up, decided to set him up to confront him. When that happened, he was denying all allegations about me and saying the one time we had sex was the one time I got pregnant. But I have receipts from the past three years. He was pretty much caught in all his lies. That was September, and I haven't talked to him since. I need assistance, help with the baby, and he's running from child support, and he's not being a man and taking accountability. I need to know how I can get him to read and answer child support or something. And the fucked up thing is he is 48 years old, so he should know better. Or should I just say or do anything, do nothing at all? I know this is a lot, and you probably got questions, which I do, and I hope we can get in touch. I need the TK philosophy on this. Thank you. So. (laughs) Man, How'd you get yourself caught up in this? <clears throat> but the reason why I wanted to take this story on because there's so many men and women same, same, same with fucking and not thinking about the consequences, fucking and not knowing if the person truly loves you or not. You, know, you, you, you was wrong on so many levels, man. I was wrong. Okay. Yeah, you was wrong. It wasn't him. You was wrong. See, other man is young or old. We're going to start backwards and at the end go backwards. 
when you confronted him with the other girl and called call yourself setting him up. Mm-hmm. That's the worst thing you could do to a man. But another female, what do you think what do you think he was gonna get out of it? Well, I was I was devastated and hurt and my intentions was I wanted him to feel the same way that I felt. No, let me tell you why all the women in the world who do that dumb shit lose, right? The goal mm-hmm. is fuck your feelings and his feelings. The goal is to keep the nigga interested so he can help you take care of the child. It's because you team up with another bitch to help set him up. That's not going to help you. That girl ain't going to help you raise that motherfucking child. No, I, I got fed up. I snapped. Yeah, you snap. Now you got a baby that you may not find this nigga no more. But we'll deal with that somewhere down the line. Yeah, all women around the world call themselves trying to catch a nigga cheating, and then you get with the girl and y'all confront a nigga. <clears throat> y'all really think that means something? <laughs> you got a baby, so you just can't walk away and say forget it and start a whole new life. You got a three-month-old kid that needs a daddy. Yeah. So now you're thinking about child support. You're thinking about some type of assistance. And he probably would have gave it to you. And he still might come around and do it. But for right now, that was a low blow with the female that he was fucking. I bet he's still fucking her. Probably. They probably are. Yeah. They probably still fucking. Women don't give a fuck about other females. Tripping. But that's what I'm yeah. saying. You can't go to the other female, right? Talk to him. Cause you, I, I, and I see what happened. You was caught up in your feelings. You was emotional. But you got to stay mm-hmm. in control of your feelings and think clearly. I said, okay, he got some other pussy. But I have this child or kids. I'm talking about different people around the world. What is my best option? Strategize. What is my best option? Do I confront him about another bitch or do I keep him around, not to be disrespected, but I'll let him know that I know, but I'm not going to yell at him. I'm not going like, to act like I'm his mother. I'm not married to the man. I just want to make sure that he takes the time to help me raise his kid instead of going getting ghosts on me. Because right now you've got a daddy missing in action. Yeah. Um, the, the thing is, um, during our three-year situationship, mm-hmm. um, there were times when I would tell him that I can't do this anymore. I, I can't keep fucking you, and you're not committing to me in a relationship. So mm-hmm. he would, like, I would stop all communications with him, mm-hmm. but then about a month later or so, he would call back. He would start talking again, and then we would start fucking again, and then the whole mm-hmm. cycle would start. And I remember one time where um, he came to my to my place, and you know I'm I'm just telling him like I can't do this anymore, I, and I try to close the door on him, and he would try to push himself in. He pushed himself in and just grabbed me and and just you know we I gave in. You know, it started like mm-hmm. Oh, I can't take you. I missed you. Oh, trust me. <laughs> Let me do it this way. This is this. Way. Uh-huh. So, I mean, all of that for like three years, 
you know, I've I've introduced condoms into the relationship, and mm-hmm. you know he would he would snatch them off. You know, so I I don't I don't like all of these things that he would do. It just kind of made me think that you know he he actually wanted to be with me, or he actually liked me. Mm-hmm. Like the thing, you know, the thing in life, I want to share this with women who are listening. You got to take a man and you got to take a woman one day at a time. You can kick it with a motherfucker 15, 20 years and, or, or female and wake up and motherfucker don't want to be with you no damn more. And you're like, where the fuck did that come from? You feel me? Because like I tell people in my stand-up, almost every man got another female. Women know it. No niggas got nothing. I don't know we got other bitches. The goal is, if you do catch a nigga, to make sure you can hold on to a nigga because it's short as a niggas. It's short as Especially if you find a good one. You know, you know how many women are about to grow old and got babies from niggas? That ain't going to have a nigga? Mm-hmm. So are you Wrong trying system. to say that, are you trying to say that if, if I get into a relationship with the guy, I have to understand that he probably have another bitch on the side? No, you have to go in there and understand that it's possible. He may not have it. You just got to say it might be possible so you don't, go, you don't get caught. It's like life insurance. If you die today and you ain't got life insurance, you fucked and a lot of other people fucked, right? It's the same thing going in a relationship. You have a baby with a nigga and you don't really know what's going on. Well, guess who's fucked? You and a child in the state. Unless you're going to get on welfare that you can take care of the kid yourself. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. Like, i got to be brutally honest with people because motherfuckers is cruel out here. Yeah. This is that relationship game. People's lives are perfect until they start fucking. So they start liking people. <laughs> yeah, sex is the devil. Mm-hmm. Really the devil. You know, I tell people all the time. I think God was a comedian because, especially from a man's side, right? He puts y'all beautiful women on here, and if we fuck y'all, it could it could be a nice thing, or it could be devastating. But it's mostly devastating when relationships don't work out. Well, you know, I just want to say that I felt like um, he backstabbed me in a way because um, we were there for each other in a sense. Um, mm-hmm. I was I was genuine to him, mm-hmm. and um, I was open to him. Like, every time he wanted me, I let him have me. Mm-hmm. So um, those times when I would ask him, you know, just be honest with me. I, I would always say, just be honest. Are you truly, are you really seeing someone else? Mm-hmm. Um, even, in, I mentioned I was 19 weeks pregnant the time that I found out he was seeing someone else. I say that mm-hmm. because 19 weeks or 20 weeks, I think, is the legal 
um, fetal age uh, where you're not allowed to have any more abortions. Right. Yeah, so at at 19 weeks was the time that I found all of this shit out. And I, I now what happened to the 17th week and the 15th week? Why you ain't confront them then? I I didn't I didn't know. I found out mm-hmm. on the 19th week. So all that time you still had a period? No, I'm sorry. Say that again. You still had a period for 19 weeks, and you found out on your 19th no. week. No, no. If I would have found out on my 15th week that he was really in a another relationship with someone else, I probably would have gotten an abortion. I probably would have just ended or turned it the um, turned it the baby because I, I just I couldn't deal. Here's with the my question, right? Like so for all those weeks, y'all were together before the 19th week. Y'all thought y'all was you thought y'all really had a relationship. I knew we weren't really in a relationship. I was just trying to figure out why can't we kick off this relationship. He would yeah, still come around. Yeah, but you don't have a baby. Hell no, not child, though. Yeah, I mean, I was pregnant with his child, and he would still come around, and I'm just like, okay, when is this relationship going to kick off? Right, because you're only um, pregnant. And you ain't had no guarantee. You ever been to his house? Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Why are you laughing? This whole situation is is unique. To be honest, you haven't been to his house. Because you've been to his house. I've been to his house, so... The thing about his house, <laughs> um, uh, in the beginning, I went to his house like once or twice. Mm-hmm. Um, but since then, he quote unquote sold the house, mm-hmm. and he's living in a different place. So I've been to that other place multiple okay. times. So that's why I say it's unique. He lives in Vegas? But the thing is, the thing is, if the man would have been honest with me in the very beginning, I would not have gotten myself in a situation with him. Mm-hmm. Just be honest. Just tell me that you're fucking another, you know, chick. And I, I let me make that decision if I want to mm-hmm. still be with you or not. He didn't give me the decision to, to say, okay, I, you're in a relationship with someone. Um, I don't, I, let me make the decision to be like the side person or, or not. And more than likely, I probably would not have, you know, continue to fuck with him if he's in a relationship. It is a thing to women around the world and the guys, unless you truly know you've been with a guy for a minute, even though that doesn't guarantee anything, you got to protect your ass. You know how many women in the world get pregnant on the first night or don't know a nigga and have a nigga's child and don't even know the man? Have you ever met his mother? No, uh-uh. Okay, you ever met his dad? No. No, I, I, I never met any of his family members. Yeah, so you're having a nigga's baby, right? Mm-hmm. And you never met no one in his family. Correct. Don't you find that stupid, Dad? Yeah, it's stupid. What did your mother say? Thing is fucked up. What's your mom uh, say? My mom, she's mad at me. She's upset mm-hmm. about the whole situation, but she she feels for me though. She she's an emotional person, so 
she she feels for my situation. She's going to try to help me out as much as possible, you know. Yeah, because now and you put her in a very bad situation because you in the bedroom screwing. And that nigga pushed the door open and you gave in and fucking letting these niggas nut in you. Well, that niggas, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And your mother under financial stress. She's she, she getting ready for retirement. Mm-hmm. She wasn't in the, the bedroom is, fucking. I'm, I'm, I'm mad because he wasn't honest with me in the, in the <laughs> beginning. You're missing what I'm trying to say here. Accountability is what I'm trying to say. Fuck if a motherfucker lie to you. We not. We don't care about him lying to you. We're going to throw that out the window because you want to blame somebody. See, you want to blame somebody. And the only person yeah. you can blame is yourself. You're responsible for your pussy. You're responsible for your life, your happiness, your peace of mind. Not nobody else. This world is filled with mischief and malicious and lying and fraud-ass people. And I got a situation that I'm holding on to that I'm going to talk about in a couple of weeks about a woman that I met who was a liar and pretended she had cancer, told me her mother was dying, told me all these different things. She, she would take truth and lies and mix them together that it was so crazy that when I do drop this information, it's going to blow people away. You would never think this could happen to me. Right. (laughs) But the bitch is one of the most incredible actresses I've ever seen in my life. To the point pretending she had cancer, to the point that she was acting like she was inheriting all this money, and she can manipulate people. So she's going around telling people now that, oh, um, there's a gag order, and I pay her thirty thousand dollars. And every time I talk about her, she gets a thousand dollars. Dumb bitch. Mm-hmm. But I was willing to take this situation. Let me show you where I'm going. I was willing to take this situation, take an L, because man, law, you don't put your, you don't never talk about a woman in public. This is how I was raised. But she stole money from my children, right? Mm. She stole money from my kids. And when I say I'm going to unleash an attack on her ass so cold, she ain't going to know what hit her. You have to be accountable for you. So now, we got that out the way about you being a fool. So now what we have to do is what are your plans? What are you? What are your plans to give this kid a, a, a great life? Um, I I don't I I honestly I I fear of raising a son, a, yeah, a black boy in this world. I fear that, especially mm-hmm. now since I don't have a dad around. Right. I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do. Okay. I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. How old are you? 32. Okay, you're a young woman. It's rough getting up early in the morning, getting the kid ready, isn't it? Well, I have a seven-year-old, so mm-hmm. I'm used to it. 
Okay, so you do have an older child. Is that your first kid? Not my first go around. Okay, all right. So, what, what, what's up with the other kids' dad? <laughs> mm. um, we're cordial. We're cordial. Um, the other kids' dad, you know, we were like college sweethearts. Mm-hmm. And um, um, we're 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 hella good friends. We okay. we realize that we can be friends with each other. We can be so tight in a friendship, but when it comes down to being in a relationship, that shit ain't gonna work because there's expectations that we both know that we can't meet. What does he feel about you having a new baby? I I, I try not to talk about my situation about with him. He he's he's embraced. He you know. He holds the baby, kissed the baby before, you know. Mm-hmm. Said the baby's cute. <laughs> mm-hmm. Give the baby right back to me and say, "All right, <laughs> <laughs> peace out." <laughs> yeah. So here's the thing I would like for my daughters: if they one day listen to this episode, like my oldest daughter wants to grow up so bad. Mm-hmm. She has junior prom today, and she wants to be grown so bad, and I try to tell her, slow down, because life is going to tap that ass, right? And I have a younger daughter mm-hmm. who understands free spirit. She knows that daddy don't even want her to grow up so fast, that they enjoy this because I take good care of her. You know, she wants for nothing, but she's also a smart child. She's not spoiled. And... Wait, you said she's not spoiled? You don't spoil her? She's spoiled, <laughs> but she's not spoiled. Like, she's not a rotten child. <laughs> you know, sometimes you can spoil mm-hmm. children. They rotten. My my kids are not rotten. Oh. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, they're not rotten. <laughs> and if, you, if my daughters are listening, other young girls are listening, when you get older, you got to make sure a nigga wear condom. You have to have birth control. Two or three years, and sometimes take a break. And then when you take the break, make sure you have the discipline not to, not to really have sex. But then they got other things out here. So if you do slip up, you got the morning after pill. It costs seventy five motherfucking dollars. But you can stop a mistake because we are all human, and nobody's perfect. No one can look down on. Someone else to say, oh, I'm better than you because everybody has gone through something and you can't be a hypocrite out here, which people try to do sometimes. Sometimes you watch the news. Everybody thinks they're better than when the politicians on down. They act like they shit don't stink. Mm-hmm. But are you on birth control now? Yeah, I'm nope. on the depot shot. I'm on the depot okay. shot now. I I wasn't taking it in the beginning because um, the doctor put me on pills, and I read that when you're on birth control, you it causes cancer. Mm -hmm. Birth control can cause yeah. So I'm not Mm -hmm. taking this shit, Mm -hmm. and that's that's how I got pregnant again. But now I'm just like fuck it, you know. Let me get back on birth control because I like fuck it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) So. Uh, let me just get on this birth control real quick. <laughs> mm-hmm. So now, who you fucking now? 
Um, I'm I'm seeing someone, which is actually kind of interesting. I didn't think I would be able to see somebody mm-hmm. with a three month old. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, um, I'm just more like um, having fun every now and again. Like he's like, you know how moms have like a friend that they yeah, see every now it. and again. Mm-hmm, yeah, that's because <laughs> yeah. I'm 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 healing. You know, I'm still trying to heal from that situation that I was dealing with. And um, at the same time, shit, you know, I get horny. I want to fuck. So, uh, you know, <laughs> I just have to make sure that um, I won't go crazy and head over heels over this guy because I have a I have a huge heart and I'm mm-hmm. so open with it, you know, and I right. think that's how I tend to get hurt in the long run because I feel like people just take advantage of my openness. Mm-hmm and how big my heart is. So, But with this guy, I mean, I like him, and I'm open to a relationship with him, but at the same time, I have to be careful the way that I approach this. That's a great thing to hear you say that because sometimes things will come around once, twice, to see if you learn your lesson. See, when you had your first kid, you should have been saying what you're saying now before you had the second baby. Mm-hmm. The first kid, she's been after that. Let me get on my birth control. Let me take something to prevent me from having another child. Because it's not a game out here. Yeah. This shit ain't no motherfucking joke. Men are not ready to take on serious commitments. Men are not ready to lead a family and be truly responsible. Now, you got some, yeah. You got some guys that's too young to do it. Doesn't mean they're not as they grow older and become better men. But I want young guys to keep their dicks in their pants. Stack their money, travel. Go to Cape Town, Africa. Go to Rome. Go to Johannesburg. Go to Jamaica. Travel. And you ladies, too, travel. And then when you get in your 30s, 35, 36, think about having children because then your way of thinking is different. Your money is right. You can really think about selling down, you know, because most men and women, y'all, y'all want to settle down at fucking 32 and, you you had a, got a baby seven, so that means you was fucking. You had a baby at twenty three, right? Twenty four, yeah. Twenty four. Yeah. So you got, you know, I'm not, you know, you was my daughter. I was like, you got slutty, like bitch. You out here fucking like that? You gotta calm down. Like, I want you to have a great life. Now that you you on the phone with me, you my family now. You, you are my family for life. Mm-hmm. Like you could pick up the phone now and call me anytime. Because we connect. That's why I don't call everybody. See how long I made you wait? I'm a busy guy. But when I read the DM, it was on my mind every day. I thought about you. Even though I was doing other things, I thought about you. And it really touched me in some way. And I didn't know you was a fool. I didn't know you was a fool. I said, okay, this girl's motherfucking crazy. We going through this. 
you know, <laughs> and there's so many other women out there who have fuck buddies. And that's what I'm going to call this episode, fuck buddies. <laughs> or fuck buddies. That's what I'm going to call it. And understand, you can't be out here fucking raw with a fuck buddy. Because you don't know where he lives. You can't put hands on him. You don't know his mama. Or his dad. Or where the fuck he works at. Well, let me just say something. Mm -hmm. My thing is, when I have a strong connection with you, um, it's it's over with me. Like, it's it's over. Um, the, The connection turns into a strong sexual connection. And when I have that sexual connection, uh, for me, unfortunately, the guy can never just come back for that. Like, he would just be so hung up on the sexual connection and just forget about trying to have a relationship with me. And that, that has been my problem. And you got to keep your fucking legs closed, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> you make a son of you saying some cool shit. You sound like a fucking fool. <laughs> well, shit, I thought I was saying some cool shit. Yeah, you ain't saying no <laughs> cool shit, him. But you know, when you connect with someone, you know. I don't give a fuck that emotion. You gotta throw that emotional <laughs> shit out the fucking window. You see how you in a fucked up situation, babe. Yeah. Yeah. You be he giggling I, and shit. You're in a fucked up situation. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So. I'm learning how to be, not to be an emotional person. I'm learning. I, if I come up too aggressive and hard, I have to be because your situation is going to help out women all from Africa. I get people from Africa, from Japan. Finland on my show. You you have no idea. I'm sorry that you have your pain is going to help someone else. Oh, but I'm I have okay to talk with that. to you this way. Huh? Yeah, yeah. I I came to you. I I came to you knowing what that you were going to put me on the air, and and I I wanted to share my story, and it's mm-hmm. also a way to help me heal. Right. Yeah, you're a motherfucking fool. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this ain't a game. It ain't a game. You women let these niggas nutting you and shit all the time. Out here sucking dick and licking balls and shit like it's a game. This shit is serious. You see these young kids growing up, shooting each other and talking back in school. The parents out here fucking and screwing, and daddies are leaving like that nigga left. No, no, no guidance. Nobody is giving the young kids the the knowledge to be better people, and then go to school. And schools are not teaching our kids about African kings and who we are. That's like we don't know who we are. That's why we kill each other. We don't know who we are. Mm-hmm. We got our women. Yeah. Not liking themselves, they putting weeds on and 
eyelashes, and yeah, they might look good, but bitch, if you take all your shit off, you don't look like the same person I met. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking horrible. There's so many women listening to this shit. If you take your fucking weave out your hair and your eyelashes, bitch, that's not you. <laughs> Could you imagine if a nigga wore a lace beard and some waves? Mm-hmm. And a nigga came to your house and he went to the shower and he came out, he was a different nigga? Could you imagine? Can you imagine if a nigga had fake chest and abs? Under a shirt, or you yeah. was walking the nigga and you was on top of him, riding him. You touching his chest and you see his chest is fake, like a mannequin. <laughs> and the nigga starts saying, "I'm hot." You get up and man, I'm hot. And he unzipped the the body armor and take it off. And the nigga is standing the motherfucker like Chris Rock. No, no chest, any arms. You know how no. the fuck you would act. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Could you imagine that? I mean, you know, I I wear. Mhm. Hoes only talking about I'm not competing for no nigga. You sound like a motherfucking fool, bitch. All you hoes out there listening, don't sound like a fucking fool. You gotta compete. You gotta advertise. You have to stay in shape. You're either a liability or an asset. Mm-hmm. McDonald's, to this day, was the same motherfucking burger. They ain't changed the Big Mac. Big Mac, the same motherfucking burger. Same cheese, yeah. lettuce, tomato, sesame seeds, bun. With delicious sauce. Yeah, the special sauce, yeah. Yeah, but the special sauce. And they compete against <laughs> Wendy's. Wendy's compete against Burger King. Burger King competes against Carl's Jr. Um, you got to add Jack in the Box in there, too. And Jack in the Box. So my <laughs> point that I'm making, ladies, is you have to stay in shape. You have to look good. You have to go natural sometimes. You got to go back to your original who you are. Yeah. I, I was going to say, like, I I wear, uh, like, those uh, half wigs, like, like mm-hmm. uh, the falls and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I've, I've let guys know, like, yo, if you grab my hair, don't, don't grab my hair because mm-hmm. this ain't real. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like you can grab my neck. You can, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> grab the back of my neck. You can choke me, do whatever. Mm-hmm. Just don't pull my hair. <laughs> right. Who the fuck want to deal with that in a, in a hot moment? <laughs> and I can, I can see, like, sometimes guys, they be, like, I can feel them moving their hand up there and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they be like, oh, shit, oh, shit. And then they just grab my neck. Now, now I'm going to put some real <laughs> shit on you, right? Imagine once a man starts figuring out how much shit costs. You say to yourself, as you get older, a man say to yourself, as you get older, man, I like this bitch, but she got to get her hair 
got to get extensions, weeds, or whatever, which is thousands a year. A nigga got to think, is this fucking worth it? Then that's, and any woman asking a nigga to get her hair and nails done ain't a woman. So no woman on this fucking earth should ask a nigga to get her hair and nails done. That's something a woman should do. You said that's something that's a, a woman, woman should do? Should do. You should pay to get your own motherfucking hair and nails done. Not no man. That's small. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. That's, 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 you, you, you're the bomb bitch if you ask a nigga get your hair and nails done. You be asking for bitch shit. Mm-hmm. You're not qualified to date. You got to ask a nigga get your hair and nails done. You come into his life as a liability. Not an asset. Yeah, that's, that's one thing for me. Um, mm-hmm. I I do my own nails. I don't I don't really go to the right, shop, you know, and I don't like everybody. all that acrylic shit on my nails. Yeah, so. I'm talking about everybody. This is, yeah. this is, I'm talking to you, but I have a lot of women out here who listen to me. Yeah. And you got double jeopardy. You got two kids. You got a three year old. You got a nigga, three months old rather. You got a nigga coming mm-hmm. to your house fucking you because you horny, but he's shoplifting the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> mhm. He's shoplifting the pussy because he's fucking you. He knows you got responsibility. He don't buy. Does he buy baby anything? Oh, not not yet. No, because I don't want to. Bring no, my no, baggage no, on no, him. No, no, no. I don't want to bring my baggage on him. He's not. Your baggage, I don't want him. Your baggage is already. Mm-hmm. You, know, you got a three month old, right? Yeah. 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 If he's fucking you, he nothing. A, a grown man so like, hey, baby, you know, I don't have much, but here's something for the for the three month old. Here's some sloppy little something. Okay, well, here's the situation, though. But my thing yeah, is but you, with him, but you suck at I'm, nigga I'm nigga. fucking him. I decide this is what I want, and I decide I when care. I want to. Yeah, you have said enough, young lady. You have said enough, and your leadership has gotten you where the fuck you are. You're still making a mistake. I don't mind you fucking him, but I need you to just just have a conversation. You ain't got to ask him for shit. That's the problem with you women. You don't want to ask a nigga for nothing. A nigga come over and fuck you all day for years and not bring you a spoon. No man should be fucking a woman that got a baby, a three-month-old child, and not bring her something. Not bring you no milk, no diapers. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? That nigga's supposed to bring something in his motherfucking hand. Every time he want to see you, hey, baby, this for you and the, this for you and the baby. Hey, honey, this for you and the baby. Well, I was stopped at the store. I got you a few things for you and the baby. Shit don't cost much. I don't know who raising these niggas out here. But you got a woman that got a fucking three-month-old kid. We ain't talking about three years old, five years, seven years old, even though you still should do it then. You got a three-month-old. You need help. Yes. A nigga should like, he come over. When he called, y'all going out for a date, a nigga should be saying, hey, baby, you, you good? The baby need anything? 
You tell the motherfucker what you need, and nigga come over. Now guess what? You fucking a little better. I guarantee you, nigga bring something over, you'll get a little more looser, and the pussy be a lot more juicier. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you. Y'all got to grow the fuck up, ladies out here, men. Think about the fucking consequences and strategize. I met a man um, a couple days ago at the train station. I was leaving Newark. Three kids, 33 years old. Him and his wife got together. He had to move in. He slept in his car for a while. Had to move in with one of his homies for a bedroom. Kids don't want for nothing, but he's not where he want to be. He got three motherfucking kids. You know what he said to me? Man, I wish I'd have heard your podcast 10 years ago. (laughs) My life would not be like this. Yeah. So it's not condemned. Yeah. Yeah, it's not condemned. We just got to, I just want you to know, when I hang this motherfucker phone up, you got to strategize for the rest of your life. Can't be out here playing. You got to look at niggas like they, who can be a man to you and look out without putting, don't put all your pressure on them. Just want a motherfucker that just got, who's considerate. The nigga considerate. Here I am letting you in my pussy, man, you know. I'm sucking your dick. Like, no disrespect. I don't want to affirm you, but as a man, you should like, to your child, like, hey, you suck my dick, babe, and I'm fucking you, and I know you got a baby. I'm like, yeah, you, you want something for the kid? You need something for the kid? Up to you to say yes or no, but I'm supposed to ask you. Yeah. I'm supposed to ask you, babe. I'm just saying. You know, it's too late to cut the nigga off now. You know, <laughs> but come and listen to the T.K. Kirk podcast and let it come this way instead of you saying it. I guarantee if he's a, a, a good dude, he'll say, you know what? He was right. You need anything? I guarantee you. All right. <clears throat> yeah, you make sure you get him to listen to the T.K. Kirkland show. I guarantee you the game would be different. So let me tell everybody what's going on. Ah, what can we do here? <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, you already know what it is. May 5th, I'm going to be in Philadelphia. Man, I can't motherfucking wait. We're going to be in Philly. And I, always, I should always have this shit ready, right? But I never do. One second. Let me see what's going on. Oh, you live in Vegas. Are you going to do anything here in Vegas? You know what? Good question. I don't know. When I come home to Vegas, what I really like to do is sit my ass down <laughs> and relax. <laughs> I am not going to lie. When I come home, I swear to God, I want to sit and motherfucking chill. And... That's what I do. I'm never really home that much, you know. I'm, I'm going a lot. But I'm going to put something together. A lot of people have been asking me to do a show in, in Vegas. 
And I'm like, ah, get back to it because I'm trying to go to Cape Cod. I got to go to Africa. You know, I got to go to London, Rome. I'll do all this type of shit. And I was thinking about taking a female with me. But then I realized that, you know, I give my daughter's memories before I give a female memories. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me and my crew, we roll together. So I got to plan all this stuff around there, summer break, and when they go back to school and Christmas holidays, because that's I want to give my children. I have been. I give my kids the memories. The women have come and gone out of my life. So I'd rather be an old man one day. My kids like, oh, I'm a day with my dad, blah, blah, blah. But go ahead. I'm going to let you say I I thought I heard you say you were married one time. Yeah, I was married for, how can I explain about me being married? I was married, (laughs) I got married because the woman played on my emotions. Let me explain to you what I mean. A lot of people don't know that my mother's deceased, my my brother got murdered by the police, my dad drowned at a beach. And my youngest brother's dead. Mm-hmm. So death is very serious. I mean, I buried all of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this woman I met in Columbus, Ohio, um, we used to talk on the phone. She started off slowly. She was like, oh, my mom is dying of cancer. I was like, wow, that's fucked up. A couple of weeks later, she was saying that she was inheriting all this money. I was like, oh, God, well, you got to share that with your family. You know, because I know when my... Family, I didn't have to share it with anybody because all the money went to me. But I do know that you have to share. So she convinced me that her family didn't like her, and uh, could I help her out? So she basically gave me the responsibility. So I hooked up with Morgan Stanley and Lincoln Financial because she was inheriting a great deal of money. Mm-hmm. Long story short, the girl was lying to me about her dying of cancer. She was lying, mm-hmm. and, and over five months, she was saying that she was dying in January. She wanted to take all these different trips, and she said, I'm going to do this before I die. I can't just be here. And I used to tell her, why don't you take chemo? Oh, I, I think the bitch is a superhero because I thought any person that didn't want to fight to live, they just was going to die like this, was going to be, that, that was just an amazing person to me. Then... Mm-hmm. But she was sweating me about every bitch I took a picture with on Instagram. Every female. She had to tag them, DM them, and she would send a picture of me and her and a marriage certificate. But my female friends is like, what kind of bitch did you marry? She's making me look bad. You feel me? Like, mm-hmm. everybody, I, I really think I'm really yeah. that type of nigga. <laughs> so this bitch doing this is really fucking up my... My my value as a person, my brand, a season motherfucking K brand. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I found that she was lying. Her kids told me she was lying. They told me that her mother, their mother had been a liar. They had a whole life and they had interventions mm-hmm. about her. And all this, this is what I was saying, everybody on this phone that I talk now, you got to really do your due diligence on motherfuckers and know who they are. She was telling her mother, I thought her mother was dead or dying. This girl was telling me her mother was dying. She's in rehab. And when the girl told me that her grandmother was alive, I called her. And I said, ma'am, I said, 
I thought she was dead. And she said, no, I'm alive. She took, this girl told her mother that I didn't want to meet them because Dr. Wow. Abe was going to ask mm-hmm. me for something. And this, I swear to God, true story. So it was really embarrassing. I'm getting a gnomon now. You know, she wanted to stay in my house, but she uh, she even went to the attorney to try to get support, like alimony. And I was only, bitches only in my house 90 days. Because even though we got married like in September, she didn't come to my home to December because she says I want to die in Vegas. You know, because like the oh, she doesn't she's, she's from Columbus, Ohio. Her name is Akia K. That's her name, Akia K. You can't get on Instagram anymore because she already has that block, and she knew the shit was coming. She knew she knew that I was coming to get her eventually. Stole some jewelry out of my house. She stole my kids, thousands of dollars of my children, thousands of dollars, thousands. And I had to bite my, I had to, no, not bite my tongue. I had to control my feelings. I really wanted to kill the bitch, swear to God. But I said to myself, okay, she lied to me. Okay. Is it worth going to prison? Nope. Stole some money, stole some jewelry from me. Is it worth going to prison? Nope. Once I said that, said that to myself, I felt a little better because I felt so good that I wasn't in jail because I wasn't just going to whoop her ass. Like, I knew I had a lot to lose. So if I had a lot to lose, she had to die in order for me to feel good about what I was doing. But I have mm-hmm. children. I love my, everybody know how much I love my kids. I love my kids, but I love those girls so much. And when I was hanging out with my daughters um, a couple weeks ago, it just felt so good that we was at a nice restaurant. We were doing beautiful things like we always did. And I almost let this woman get away from me. Right. Like my assistant said to me, he said, man, don't get mad because... That bitch did that. He said, you was a, you're a man. You did what you're supposed to do. The girl asked you for help. And you helped her because I was, thought I was being this, this phenomenal man who was going to send this woman off who was dying. That's how I was looking mm-hmm. at it. And I had yeah. to marry her because that was the instructions from the financial institution to marry her to protect her from her family. And I never wanted to die. She was like, oh, I want to pay you. I'm like, no, 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 I'm cool. I'm good. I'm straight. I got paper. And it meant everything in the world to me to send this girl off if she was truly dying. So every day I think about another lie this bitch said over the last six or seven months. So, so many lies. So that's why I'm saying some ladies, some men, you will find a nice guy. Some people raise right and they want to do the right thing. You know, because I used to always say, why can't good people meet good people? And it's hard. You know, yeah. the relationships are like the Rubik's Cube. you got to hope all the colors line up together. you got to have, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I remember listening to one of your podcasts, and you were saying how uh, your your wife didn't like you talking to other girls on, no, well, not talking, but, um, you know, interacting with other girls on Instagram. 
I thought she was crazy as well, but I thought because she was dying, I just pretty much allowed her allow her to get away with a lot of things because she was dying. Mm-hmm. See, how, how can you not put your emotions into this, you know? <laughs> now you talk about me? How can you not? Yeah. How can you yeah, not I'm, put I'm, your you emotions remember, into this? Yeah, I'm 58 years old, honey. Mm-hmm. I've been through a lot. You get to be my age. You think you're smart, so I don't have emotions like that. My thing was, send the bitch off. I did my job. And I got to tell my kids, I said, no disrespect, because she was getting on my nerves with the, the Instagram shit and hitting bitches up. And we argued all the time. You know? That's but I would never fuck her, though. Time. See, I would never fuck her. Like, I would never fuck her. I didn't like her like that. You know, she used to be crying. Uh, yeah, I'm beautiful. You post all these bitches on Monday with fat asses. You know, I'm cute. Like, bitch, I ain't fucking you. Like, I used to have to truly pretend I really wasn't interested, you know? Or she'd try to touch me. I would have to think of something so my dick wouldn't get hard. <laughs> and then once okay. I started doing research on her, I found that she was already a slut. She likes women. She'd do threesomes. Damn. She got a, okay. a, a police record, all this type of shit, you know, because my cousin's a federal agent. I gave him because she brought too much attention to herself. I said, something ain't right about this bitch. Mm-hmm. So I, once I started doing my due diligence, I found out all these things. So friends were saying to me that knew her, like, yo, I'm glad you ain't fucked her because she was trying to have a baby by you. Because, you know, she got Damn. four or five kids, too, and she don't take care of children. But kids love her, though. They'll follow that bitch to the end of the earth, still knowing that they got one of the most lying, lying, I'm talking about they mom lie about every fucking thing. And I'm not mad at yeah. them, you know? You just, that's your life. I'm happy over here. I'm just glad you out of my motherfucking life. But I'm exposed, you know? I swear to God, I'm exposed to this bitch <laughs> and everybody know who she is. Yeah, you That's have that, that power to do that, yeah. Yeah, because the next person is going to kill her. See, there's levels to this, right? See, mm-hmm. sometimes you got to be embarrassed to start doing right. Because I'm not perfect, you know, but the, I've done shit in my lifetime, but I became a better man. If she continues doing what she's doing, somebody's going to kill her. How old is she? She's 43. Okay. Yeah, she's 43 years old. But when I say a great liar, great liar. But this is just the start of me exposing her. So Mm -hmm. this show is really about you and your situation. And this person's (laughs) name is Ikea K. We'll do an episode truly on her in a few weeks. I mean, it's going to be everything about her, like what she looked like. Like, we really going all out. I got, I got a whole campaign behind it. I'm spending like about 50000 That is this picture everywhere. She fucked with oh, the wrong guy. Wow. Like I said, I was going to take the L because she fucked with me. She stole from my kids, and anybody that knows me know how much I love my children. Mm-hmm. And I would do anything in the world for them. Oh, that's good. It's another story, but with you, 
mm-hmm. and other women around the world who might be liars or who want to get horny and fuck and suck dick and you got a baby by another nigga, but you fucking another nigga. Uh-huh. Crazy, ain't it? Don't sound fucked up when I say it. It does. Sound fucked up, don't it? Mm-hmm. Like I wish okay. I was right next to you for a minute so I could smack you. Uh, yeah, I really like no. to smack the fuck out of you like you was my daughter. I swear to God, you was my daughter. I smack your ass clear across the fucking room. What am I supposed to do if I get horny? Um, should have thought about that before you start having babies. If you didn't have, if you didn't have like babies, guess what? If you didn't have babies, you could fuck as many motherfuckers as you want and wear condom because guess what? You had fun, no harm, no foul. Do you read to your kids? Do I read to my baby? Yeah, do you read? read I, I put um, my seven-year-old on baby can read when she was four months. Okay, make sure they know how to read. Love them. You take them to the park and everything on a nice sunny day in Vegas. Oh, yeah. Cool. Okay. If you're yeah, going on that, park. Yeah. See the dust. Okay, well, yep. Okay. Well, don't put your location out. I don't want no nigga walking <laughs> up to you and play on your sympathy and act like he <laughs> a good nigga, right? And then he fuck you. You're like, bitch, I'm laughing at you. TK, TK told you to keep your legs closed. No, nah, we don't do that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, so what I was doing, hold on. Let me get my... Oh, my sponsors, I got to talk about them real quick. <clears throat> okay, hold on. So, yes, yeah, so I've always talked about the power of credit, ladies and gentlemen. I want you all to learn the secrets of financial literacy and master the power of credit with my girl, Nicole, well, not Nicole, Cheryl Anderson. She could help restore your credit, lower your interest rates, earn additional income in this growing industry. So we also can get you a job. You can give this woman a call at 678-770-2172. She can dispute items such as identity theft, medical bills, student loans, judgments, foreclosure, bankruptcy, tax liens, charge-offs, collections, repossessions, evictions, and public records. You've got to have this woman on your team. She will fight for you. Her company will fight for you. And this is something that I will talk about every week. Um, for the rest of my career on this stuff to make sure that people understand the power of credit. Now i got to talk about my comedy show that I'm going to be in the following week if I can just fucking find it. Okay, so now I'm going to be at uh, Mr. J's in East Orange, New Jersey, 428 Central Avenue on May the 4th. All right, that's the Mr. Mrs. J's Lounge at 428 Central Avenue, East Orange, New Jersey, hosted by my man Sharif Johnson. It's going to be off the chain. We're going to have a good time. Trust me when I tell you. Then on May 5th, we hit the great city of motherfucker Philadelphia. And let me tell you, when we go to Philly, we truly have a motherfucking ball at the Hibachi restaurant in Philadelphia. It's going to be off the chain, so make sure you find Hibachi Club in Philadelphia. Showtime is at 8 p.m. on May the 5th. 
that's it, ladies and gentlemen. You know, we have another show that we've got on our belt. Remember, you have 365 days, 365 tries a year to accomplish your dreams, to accomplish your goals, and that's very important. Also, um, my fans have been waiting about my book and special, so we can really rock that motherfucker, y'all. I had to fire my attorney who took some money from me, too, let me on for a year, but it made me a better person because I got a better connect, better deal, and we're about to rock. October I mean, October 29th, um, Amazon is dropping a special, and then we're going to drop the book right after that. And this uh, special is called Who Raised You? The Extended Version. This is going to be off the chain, trust me. But I tell you, pre-orders will start going up in June. We're finishing up the, um, the cover for it now, and I'm truly excited about it. I swear to God. Not just because the show is good, because I did everything on my own. I hooked up with the right people and made things happen, and that's what's truly important, that um, we put ourselves in a position to conquer our dreams and conquer our goals. And I just love it. I love what's going on. All right? So we have it May 4th, Mr. Jay Lounge, and he started New Jersey. Then we got the great uh, Hibachi Club May 5th, um, that Sunday, and Hibachi, and every week I'll bring the continue all the show that I'll be at. If you're in that particular city, you come through and check it out. Um, I hope this this podcast touched you some kind of way that it will help better your life and help you not make the mistakes that other people make. That's what the show is about, the T.K. Kirkland podcast, is to truly help people not to make these mistakes. And I wish I would did this 10 years ago to prevent certain things. And this is the reason why I'm talking about my marriage situation, too, because I was going to wait. But I know that somebody is going to get married soon. And two years from now, they're going to say, fuck, I wish I heard that podcast, that episode. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I wish he did this episode. So I, I got to do this stuff to help my people because I swear to God, I love y'all so much from afar. You know, don't know what you look like, don't know, but I know when I walk the streets around the world, I walk the streets of Baltimore, I walk the streets of Harlem, Manhattan, Compton, Los Angeles, um, London, um, Miami, and people walk up to me, and, they, and I'm, I'm shocked that motherfuckers know me like that, I swear to God, I'd be like, oh, shit, this shit is really working, because I try to be so humble and so respectful and so appreciative that people are feeling me like that. So on that note, young lady, you have my number. Feel mm-hmm. free to call me anytime. Try to calm your horniness down a little bit. <laughs> you hear me? Just a little bit. And remember, nigga, come over you. And don't even got you ain't got to say nothing no more. Have people listen to this episode. Like, you don't listen to the TK Kirkland podcast. They're like, no, oh, you should check this out. Matter of fact, listen to this particular episode right here, right? And you allow me. <laughs> to say it, yeah. and then they'll peep it, and they'll know what to do from that moment on. This is your this is your bookmark for the rest of You can come to this episode every time you meet a man for the rest of your life mm-hmm. and tell him to come to this particular episode. I don't know the number. When you look on the podcast Monday, um, you'll be able to see it. You'll be like, oh, yeah, and when you listen to it, listen to, like, 119 or 120. I know that girl. It's a real podcast. Bam. You got what you wanted to, hot. All right? 
All right. <laughs> family now. God bless you. I wish you the best. Well, quick question. What do you want to do? Are you going to try to still find a guy or are you going to let him go? Or you want me to give you my answer? Um, it, um, uh, the dad? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm I'm trying to put my emotions to the side because there's a lot of things that I want to do, but that's why I came to you. So I want to hear what you got to say. Right. So what do you what do you what do you want to do? What do you feel? What do you want to do? Well, what I feel, what I want to do, not opposed to what I need to do. But what I want to do is uh, I just man, I want him to have a taste of everything that I'm feeling right now. I want him to feel as hurt and feel ashamed and feel, you know. That's not going to happen to a man. (laughs) You can forget that. That ain't going to happen. Niggas don't give a fuck. You need somebody to fuck him up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Why? Why would you? Why would you do that? You don't want to fuck him in the bedroom. Nobody else was in that bedroom but you. When you was licking his dick and sucking his balls, he was having a good time and laying there, sleeping and waking up in the middle of the night. Sucking them off. Nobody else in there but you, right? Yeah. That's what you right, let me on. So you yeah. got it. he led you on, but you should know better as well. That's why your show, this show right here, is going to help other women not be in the same situation. So if you get anything out of this, know that you helped out a lot of young girls who are getting ready to go down this path that won't make the same mistake. Mm. I'm sorry, you know, mm. you fucked up, but now you got to turn negative into a positive. Yeah. You got the rest of your life to do it. You, you can't do it in one day. If you're a good mom for the rest of your life, you're straight. Okay. Okay. Call me but, anytime. Uh, what, you hear me? What, what, were you, what was, what's your idea? What, what were you My idea is take it on the chin, baby. The hard situation because you don't even know where he lives. You don't know where that motherfucker lives. <laughs> I do. You, I do. No you can't go far with a Google search. So you think you can find public, Google public record? Public record. Public record. Yeah, if you Google your name, all your shit come up. Yeah. Where so you good. live, your old email addresses, phone numbers, yeah. everything. Then Google him. Find out where he is. <laughs> if you want to do that, watch where I'm going with this though. And you don't attack him. You talk to him like the queen. And you talk to him, see what he wants to do. Keep the emotions out of it. Because the goal is to give your child a, a dad. And let him have a, 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 a bond with his child. And you talk to him like, listen, I don't want nothing from you. I just want to know, can you come see your kid? Can you pick your child up? and be a part of his life. That's how you handle it. And after you get past that stage, you say, you know, in a couple of weeks, I'd like to see if you can help me do X, Y, do it slowly and stage it. But the goal is to gain his trust. And it's because he's mad at you because you try to set him up with the young lady. And he told the girl that he was fucking that you hooked up with. You convinced her to set him up. He told her that ain't his kid. He wants to. She don't want to get rid of her dick, so she's believing him. So they still fucking. 
And you the one over here putting your yeah. fucking emotions. Yeah. I got to think about yourselves. The nigga get caught cheating and you try to cut him off. Okay, bitch, you mad. Okay, you mad. Okay. You caught in your feelings. Now he with another bitch in a nice house somewhere, drive and take a trip, and here you are mad. Oh, he ain't shit. Nah, bitch, you the dummy. Always, always know a nigga's parents or where he lives and where he works at before you have a nigga's kid. Definitely when you have a nigga's kid. I'm going to get ready for my show. I can talk some shit. <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> you take care of yourself, okay, beautiful? So, ladies and gentlemen around the world, you already know what's up. You already know what it is. It's the TK Kirkman Podcast. Live your life to the fullest this week. May your pain be champagne. And walk up to people and let them know, yo, you need to listen to the TK Kirkman Podcast. That nigga is off the chain. May God bless you guys. Love you for life. Make sure you follow TK Kirkland on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland for more information about upcoming events and more. Visit www.officialtkkirkland.com. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.